you know, I have a little thing that I do <clears throat> where after each interview, if it's, you know, someone whose number we have, I'll send them a thank you text. And, you know, the natural thing is either, you know, the thumbs up emoji or, you know, kind of a the heart emoji or something that because now you can do the tap and well yeah, now that you you're can, team iPhone you know you, this. you can you can like or you could right. love a comment Kelly Washington just sent like a very thorough thank you text back like, she's dude I'm telling you she is so awesome not only is she a phenomenal player but great kid so fun to watch bright bright future so a lot of things going on in the world of sports. We're going to cover them all. Love to hear from you. Got some lines open if you want to jump in at 3299000. That's 405-329-9000. I, I wonder, too, Josh, if part of the frustration that permeates from Sooner fans just consistently on Lincoln. I, Robbie Triana, who's our producer at Big 12 today, said, is this something? And Robbie's done his bit of trolling. And I do think part of this, there's a little bit of trolling that goes into it. I mean, I... I would imagine that Lincoln walks away from his his interview with Colin and, and is going to his next set. He's like, that's really going to make him mad. And just continues on his day and doesn't care. No doubt. But, I mean, I think part of the whole frustration that keeps it kind of going is just the contrast. Is that even a word? The contrast with how Brent Venables did business and how, you know, basically – Jared Kanick had to say, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to school here. There's nothing you can do to stop me. You can't legally keep me at Clemson. <laughs> Which, I know I'm being a little bit facetious here, but I, I, I think, Josh, that's part of where you see a lot of the frustration, too. Because if, now, some would say that that didn't stop Brent Venables from going after some of the staff members at Clemson, but... I think when you listen to Coach Venable's talk, there had always been this understanding of, you know, who was going with him and who wasn't whenever he took – like, Miguel Chavis wasn't a position coach. No, he was an off-the-field guy. Ted Roof wasn't a position coach. He was an analyst. And the only position coach that he took with him from Clemson was Todd Bates. Now, that's a big steal because Bates – That was an important one. Bates pretty big deal. But I – I don't know. I get the sense – Kind of like when Lincoln Riley left, we knew Dennis Simmons would go with him wherever he went. But I, I, I wonder if that too was kind of the sense with Todd Bates. If Lincoln or if Brent Venables left, that Bates was always going to be a guy that would go with him. Yeah, I, I don't know that for sure, but I, I get where some might say, "Oh, well, you'd have a problem with taking Clemson coaches." Well, he took two off the field guys, and he took. You know, their defensive coach. Hey, it's a fair counterpoint, though. Sure. It's not as if we can't live in the glass house and act like Brent Venables took nobody from Clemson. He, he did take a very important assistant with him from Clemson, but you just get the sense that Brent Venables wasn't trying to leave and set the house on fire in the process. And I get the total opposite feeling from Riley the way that he left Oklahoma. I I just do. It, to me, it's as simple as this. You were 33 years old when you got the Oklahoma job. It has m- completely changed your life. And I'm not saying that Lincoln Riley wouldn't have been wildly successful if not for Oklahoma. But we don't know that. What we do know is he got the Oklahoma OC job. 
then became the head coach here. It has changed he and his family's lives, and I just think he's done Oklahoma a little bit dirty with some of the comments and the things that he's done since. But it's no big deal. Hey, it's it's big-time college football. This is a business of winning. And I get that part of it for Lincoln Riley. He doesn't have to apologize. No, no. For the players that have come with and the coaches that have come with. That's that's college no, football. It's, it's, it's the business. And we haven't been subject to the business in – Really long time, right? If guys left, it was our choice that they were going, right? Now, we meddled in it for, you know, the Bob Stoops era because Coach Stoops is such a special, incredible coach. There were the Florida Gators interests. There was the Ohio State Notre Dame interest. There was the I don't know. I, I haven't got a chance to read Coach's book. It's on my travel read this year. There was the Cleveland Browns flirtation from their end for a little bit. And the classic uh, phone's going to ring, phone rings, you got to answer it comment that he made at a press conference. But, you know, it was never a he's he's going outside of year three or four whenever the Florida thing came up and you had people on his front yard talking about percentages. 60% he's gone, you know. But I just it's, – it's a different world. And I think it's been – because I give that a lot. Why, why are Sooner fans still mad? Aren't they excited with the Venables? I'm like, of course they are. They're over the moon excited. It's just – it's a feeling that you haven't – everyone in college football has had to feel at some point. Even, you know, Alabama has felt this before. But it's just – it's one of those things where you kind of stop. You're like, going to be okay. I think for me, just yesterday, there was an opportunity there f- for the way that Riley answered that question to sound completely different. And right. don't get me twisted, Oklahoma fans still would have turned that thing into, oh, sure. yeah, so you're saying this. <laughs> but his answer just didn't jive with me. It didn't read as a guy that appreciated his time at the University of Oklahoma and what this place has meant to him in his career. Yeah. When you are dismissive in the way, oh, I didn't take players from Oklahoma. I took them from the transfer portal. Yeah. I agree. All right, so <laughs> enough on that. Enough on that. Here is now moments ago, just to put a, a bow tie on this conversation, Caleb Williams was on Good Morning America. Do you have these cuts in there? I can pull them as we speak. Okay, because I don't. So I don't know the magic little folder that – Steely puts all of his audio magician work in. So, moments ago, Caleb Williams was on Good Morning America with Robin Roberts. Now, I won't lie to you, um, I did not take the time to get up and turn the channel to watch Caleb Williams on Good Morning America. And honestly, uh, this isn't a knock on GMA or the Today Show or whatever else is out there. I have not watched one of those shows in a long time. Now, sidebar... My mom grew up with the Today Show always on, so Brian Gumble and Katie Couric were a major part of my growing up, but haven't watched it since. With that in mind, apparently former Sports Center anchor Robin Roberts is all over Good Morning America. Um, they started, I guess, just with Robin Roberts asking about the move. Here's what he said. Your Instagram, Caleb, this is what I want to say. You, you have a motto on there, and it says, always make your next move your best. So why did you decide to make this move to USC? Um, First, um, about 10 years ago, my dad actually 
um, told me to make a list of schools that I wanted to go to. Um, and he said, one, you can't have Bama on there, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I ended up choosing schools like uh, the, the West Coast schools out here. And um, first was USC, and um, dreams do come true. Um, next, it was, was obviously I had Coach Riley and everybody yeah. else um, that came over from Oklahoma um, here. Uh, and that's, that's a, a certain sense of comfort um, when you have people like that here um, that you've been around for at least a year um, and, and talked to for more years uh, before that. So, I, listen, if you were to go back and, let's see, he's talking 10 years ago, so what, like when he's 10 years old, 9 years old, if you were to go back to look at 9 and 10-year-old Chris Plank's plan, it was all about L.A., I mean, I'm not even kidding you, right? That's where I wanted to be. That's where I wanted to do, to live. That's all I cared about. Uh, and then I went out there a couple of times and stayed more than two days. I was like, oof, my little five-minute commute from work to home, and not fun. It's it's five-hour commute. I'm being facetious. But again, I love L.A. I really do. I love everything about it. So I get that. Then he was asked, was Caleb Williams, about Oklahoma fans' reaction to his move um they, they reacted uh kind of how i expected them to um I, I i appreciate um all the ou fans i love all the ou fans um all the love and support that they have given me um throughout the season when i wasn't playing mm-hmm. um before i got there and then after um i was playing um kind of you know they'll always be in my heart <laughs> So, that's actually a pretty damn good answer for probably how things have gone for him on social media, to be honest with you. That was a really good answer from Caleb Williams. I, there's going to be other Oklahoma fans that – a lot of Oklahoma fans that don't feel this way, but I'm going to root for that kid's success. Sure. I. The one time we finally got to talk to him, it was great. It was great. I just – I mean, I, I won't lie to you, dude. You know me. I, I don't like to get in the weeds with this stuff because I am, at my core, so excited about what's coming next. But, again, it is February 9th, and we're still a long ways away from playing football. And we got a three-hour show every single day, and we've got a nation that is still very much uh, up in arms about how this played out. So I'm not going to be – a Take that Tebow guy or mule shoe snake guy. That's not me. But it is, it's still just weird for me, like seeing a Lincoln Riley interview and it says USC coach Lincoln Riley and seeing Caleb Williams in a USC jersey, even though it was just one year that he was here. It's just, I don't know, Josh. It's one of those that still kind of, it's, it's almost like when Bob Stoops retired, right? We all said, Bob Stoops, I'm not going to – Ted would always say, I'm not going to buy that he's truly retired until I don't see him on the sidelines. I guess for me, this is going to be one of those moments where I need some spring ball in order to shake me back into the reality of where we are right now with the coaching change. I feel the complete opposite really? of the situation. It, it's, we've been talking about these two guys and where's Caleb going to wind up that – it's almost been four seasons in two months since the season <laughs> ended for me. But, no, I, I hear what you're saying for sure, though. All right. Um, it is 10.15 on the Plank Show. Uh, we're due a break. I want to slide in a little in a, uh, NBA news because 
Buddy Heald did get traded yesterday. Now, I thought Buddy was on his way to the Lakers, but he ends up in, according to Toby Rowland, the hoops mecca of Indiana with the Pacers. So we'll talk about that deal. I will say that was one of my favorite moments. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I check the standings every single day of the NBA or that I'm living or dying with every single Thunder game that takes place. But I did have to laugh this morning whenever Toby talked about Indiana making the playoffs and he actually looked at the standings and they're like next to last. <laughs> it's just one of those where you, you just assume that a team in the East is in the playoff mix and you look like, oh. Oh, we're right there. We're in the hunt. Oh, oh we're not. You're only seven games it's out. Kinda, it's, it's how I feel every single time I look up and they're talking about the Lakers and I'm like, oh, Lakers have got to be climbing up the play. They're in the ninth spot of the playoffs? What are we doing? This is ridiculous. Why is Portland s- selling guys off? I mean, come on. They're a half game out of the play-in tournament. <laughs> but speaking of that, we do have some news and rumors involving a potential James Harden trade, which we'll talk about next. And then after the bottom of the hour, let's dive into a little hoops preview tonight for Oklahoma and Texas Tech. It's the Plank Show. All right. Uh, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. With Josh on playing at Plank Show on Twitter at Josh on Ref at Sports Talk fourteen hundred. We should just do a documentary of what happens in my life off the air. Yeah, yeah. The the Josh show was rocking <laughs> off the air. It's like the Ronnie show. It's it is, dude. I famous. Have you happened? Okay, quick stern show sidebar. Have you happened to hear heard heard about or heard? about Richard and JD's bet that they made. <laughs> Recently? Yeah, it was over the Bengals and Chiefs game. Oh, no. Because JD's a lifelong Bengals fan, and Richard is a lifelong Crazy Chiefs fan. Christy, Christy. Uh, I'll have to tell you about it during the – we can't talk about it on the air. <laughs> oh, that sounds fantastic. We can't. Let's just say, since Richard lost, it was going to involve burning his hat and his jersey of his man, who he always calls Chris Jones, big you-know-what Chris Jones. <laughs> And, like, no one else calls Chris Jones that. But no. He um, it's it, – I'll just remind me. I'm glad to hear that Richard Christie's doing it, – it can he's be doing well. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. It can be a – it's got to be a you and me conversation. Right, yeah. It's and, and, by the way, it, it, Teddy and I were joking about uh, a, a Stern Show conversation we had that even if you tried to explain to someone else what happened on the show, they're like, what – what is wrong with you for listening to that? And I don't really have an answer for you right now, but I, remind me to tell you during the break. Speaking of the Super Bowl, it seems kind of quiet, right? I this shows you how dumb I am sometimes. I'm just I'm, I'm here to embrace the the ignorance that is me. I'm watching them show the I'm watching them show the Bengals arrive, and they all arrive in their white jumpsuits, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking to myself, man, why are we not seeing the Rams arrive? Where's the... Well, they <laughs> live in Los Angeles. They don't need right, to arrive. Right, right, I'm sitting, I'm watching this, Scott, I was watching SVP last night from D.C. because of that wild, bad beat at the end of the Kentucky-South Carolina game. So I'm watching that, and I'm just, I'm kind of laughing because they're showing all of the, the Bengal players kind of mulling around the airport. You're like, ah, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. And then I'm like, man, they're really they're really spending a lot of time on Cincy's arrival. Can we focus on the Rams' arrival a little bit? And you stop like, oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. They're oh, they, they arrived 
F always. They're there all the time. They done been arrived. So, I, And I was listening to the Mike Lombardi. Have you listened to the GM shuffle at all? It's, no. Is it's, it pretty it's, good? It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's it's a good listen. I'm not a – I know that sports media guys like Advan Verk. I'm, I'm just not there. Sorry, not sorry. But he's the host of it, and thankfully he lets Mike Lombardi talk some. But – Lombard, they, they they literally asked this question, and I stopped for a moment. I thought, is this real life? Is it a bigger advantage to be playing at home, or is it better to be the road team? And I thought, okay, well, first of all, what? Um, it's it's a situation where you're home, and it's the Super Bowl, and it's usually crazy, and you you sleep in your own bed, and you you have your own routine. It's always better to be the home team. And I'm just well. Sometimes if you're home, there can be kind of that fat cat nature to it. Listen, if you're worried about a fat cat nature in the Super, in the Super Bowl, Bowl, right? Then we got some major issues going on beyond where the game is played. I think, I mean, just from a being able to sleep in your own bed standpoint, I think it's gigantic for the Rams that this thing. Is in Los Angeles. I agree. I think it's a huge advantage for them. I agree. Now, gr- I don't think it means there. anything with the crowd. I think no, right? no. Yeah. The the crowd there's <laughs> the crowd might the crowd will probably be pro Bengals. Sure, you're right because they're the the underdog and first time that they've been in you know what eighty eight since eighty eight when they made the Super Bowl last. So it's been a minute unless those Hollywood types start showing out. But I don't even know if there's enough of them to. To pretend like they care about the <laughs> well, indeed the uh, the Los Angeles Rams, but I just some of those angles that we come up with to talk about on Super Bowl week, I'm like, we don't really need to debate this one. This isn't one where you need to put one guy on one side of the table and one guy on the other side of the table and say this is the angle you should take, and you should take this one. I think it's better to be on the road. It's like what? Uh, hour two of the Plank Show is brought to you by Allison Insurance, 405-747-2968, allisoninsurance.com. Um, Buddy Heald got traded, and I didn't really think too much of it until I realized that Tyrese Halliburton was in on the deal with him. So a nice little new lease on life for Buddy Heald, who will go from Sacramento to Indiana. Now, both teams are terrible, but you get out of Sacramento, which – just seems to be a mess right now. I mean, they're, it was so long ago whenever you had Vlade and Mike Bibby and Chris Webber and Bobby Jackson, and they were the thorn in the side of the Lakers until you'd get to, like, game six or seven. I mean, the Sacramento Kings during the Lakers run, a lot like the Thunder during the Golden State Warriors run, for those of you that, you know, are, are too young to remember that. And they've just been – an unmitigated disaster ever since. So he gets a bonus in the deal. I like him. Uh, he wasn't happy in Indiana. I guarantee you he's not going to be happy in Sacramento. But uh, Buddy Heald at least. And Tyrese Halliburton. So another Big 12 guy in on that deal. The other NBA story I want to get to real quick before we get to the phones. Brian Windhorse, whom I like. Why does everyone hate people I like? I like Chris Collinsworth. Everyone hates him. I like Brian Windhorst. Everyone hates him. I like both of those guys, too. If I bring up Collinsworth, it's like, oh. What is Brian Windhorst doing now? That's a very good question. Not a lot on sports. 
Sports Center's not really doing a lot of NBA stuff. It's almost as if the Sports Center people are like, bro, all we talked about on Get Up and First Take was NBA. So let's give a couple scores and let's get to football. That's what I've kind of enjoyed about SVP show. Which, again, we're on day two and baseball hasn't been mentioned once on any of these shows. Uh, but I digress. So anyway, Windhorst was on Get Up this morning. And he said, and I quote, we're in the deal zone between Harden and Simmons. Now, again, the deal zone, here we go. <laughs> the deal with the deal zone is that's kind of like an inside baseball thing with Windhorse from his podcast where they kind of uh, refer to it as like the twilight zone and it's you, know, you hear things and you don't know what's real and you don't know who you're hearing it from. So the deal zone is not necessarily, oh, they're in the midst of making a deal. It's just what's real and what isn't. But Windhorse did tag this, quote, I suspect they're going to get it done. I can't imagine, or I can't tell you they're going to get it done, but it's trending in that direction. Huh. Hmm. So he thinks Simmons is winding up. If not in Philadelphia, maybe there's a third team that's involved in it. I think I think Ben Simmons has I mean listen Ben Simmons is a disaster right and he's had his own little protest this year and again I I guess you could say it's going okay because he's still being mentioned in trade talks but I mean I I still find it odd that you have a guy in Ben Simmons that ha- hasn't even stepped on the court this season right you're like Ben Simmons, what's he been up to? Yeah, How's our, he doing our this lasting year? images, him totally forgetting to go up for the dunk. When it was wide open. And so with him out, some guys like Tyrese Maxey have taken advantage, uh, advantage of it. Uh, I know the former Wasso product, Shake, Shake Milton, has played some, but he's been dinged up. So, I, I listen, it's a blockbuster. It really is. If, if Ben Simmons ends up in Brooklyn exchange for – James Harden. If for no reason other than Philadelphia gets out from having Ben Simmons on right. its roster. But I just I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm wondering, as far as generating some buzz and some interest, is that even do it? I think the Lakers going on a run might generate interest more than anything else, based on the way that TV's treated the NBA so far this season. I mean, the Cleveland Cavaliers are the what third or fourth team in the East right now? And yeah, I bet that's wild. I bet half of you couldn't even name two guys on their roster right now. They're not getting any coverage. Why? Because everyone's talking about this potential Simmons trade or what's going on in, in LA. Watch the jump, and they don't even talk about it. Yeah, not a lot of discussion about Devin Booker and John Morant and no. Donovan Mitchell. Why are they going to trade James Harden? And I guess I'm part of the problem. But again, we're the home of Sooner fans. Right, we if we, we are going to grab the low hanging fruit if it's not the thunder when it comes to the NBA. But uh, this morning, this morning, Brian Windhorst is saying that he thinks a deal would be done, not reporting it, but expecting a deal to get done and between the Nets and the Sixers. He expects Harden to be a part of that deal. Steve Nash said the other day that they're not trained James Harden. But I'm going to assume that if you're moving Ben Simmons, uh, James Harden has to be involved because you're not trading Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant. 
Though Kyrie Irving going somewhere else might be good for him because he could probably play a lot more. The Nets have lost nine straight. Yeah. Nine. Not good right now. The two teams that we thought were on a fast track to uh, finally meet each other in the NBA Finals are two of the worst teams right now in the NBA, the Nets and the Lakers. It's unreal. All right, uh, 1032. Listen, Larry, hang on. I'm going to get right to you after the break. 405-329-9000. A quick little NBA nugget. Let's get into OU Tech and your calls next. As always, if you're like me and you don't use the phone to make calls a lot, you can hit us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439, 405-651-3439. It's a Wednesday edition, a getaway day for me. It's a plank show. All right, uh, we, gosh, this hour kind of got away from me a little bit, my bad. You got any big plans tonight? Good morning. Welcome back to a groovy Wednesday. I was going to say, guy, great. Courtesy of the locomotion. Uh, plans, I've got a... Coach's show tonight. Right. That will be a swimming show. Come out and say hello. If you're uh, in the neighborhood over at Jets New York Slice, that'll be cool. All of the three more schools. We had uh, basketball last night. The Norman girls rolled, and the Norman Westmore game was awesome. I think I'm going to go tonight and listen to all the podcasts on our podcast page. There's quite a few. Um, and, and here's why. I'm laughing. I'm, I want to get to True Sooner. He's been hanging in there in just a second at 3299000. So I can't get on our website for some reason. I don't know what's going on. It tells me that I'm blocked. I don't know if there's – got to hit – yeah. It's – So I, it's a thing? Okay. Y- yeah, it's a thing. you got to hit a couple of buttons. Okay. And I, could, I think I could get you in. Thank you. <laughs> Who's our new technical <laughs> advisor on the show? <laughs> She's doing a great job in helping us figure out all the things I can't figure out anymore. Um, but have you looked at the the, the way who la- that, that, Mike who labels these? Does Tyler label them himself, or does someone else label them when they put them in? Do we have like a another layer of people, like the podcast provider or someone else? So whoever's posting it is okay. who's labeling it. So for like the rush, Tyler would be okay. labeling it. I label ours. Ours is really well done. Like, for instance, let me just give you an idea. You go to sportstalk1400.podomatic.com because they can't get on sportstalk1400.com. But sportstalk1400.podomatic.com. Ours, Plank Show, Hour 1, Date, KJ Kindler, Kansas, Texas, UVA Duke. Hour 2, OU Softball's Jada Coleman, Future of OU Basketball. Hour 3, Top Stories of the Day, Tyler McComas swings by. All right, you ready? Here's hour one of the rush. Lincoln said something dumb again. Here's hour two. Tyler thinks Lincoln won't win big at USC. In fact, just the opposite. And here's hour three. Lincoln is a hated man in college football, and it's something he probably hates. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty good, though. Wouldn't you want to click and listen to those? You got to admit, I mean, that's a pretty amazing that's, sales pitch. That's fantastic. I don't know how I've never seen that. But Lincoln Riley is evil. Listen here. <laughs> Let's get to the phones. <laughs> but check out our podcast page. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Sportstalk1400.podomatic.com. Or simply search sports. Uh, search the ref on any of your podcast platforms. All right, what's going on? True Sooner, how are you, man? Hey, man, I think Caleb's got his timelines mixed up a little bit because he would have been like five years old 
uh, the last time USC was relevant. So yeah, that's true. I think he's kind of. I think he's kind of got that screwed up a little bit. But, Would he even you know, have been that old? I don't think he was even that old. He <laughs> might have been younger than that. I mean, unless we're saying like Darnold and Sanchez and those guys. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He was, you know, because that's been 17 years ago. So, yeah, he probably been three or four, or maybe three. Mm. I, mean, I remember what I was doing at three, you know, <laughs> dreaming about playing for, you know, about, about my life ahead of me. I always wanted to play yeah. on the West Coast when I was in diapers. It was always my thing. <laughs> Typically at age three and four, I would dream of what my radio show would look like. That's exactly right. I was dreaming about walking down the street, delivering the mail, you know, at three years old, you know. So <laughs> I, I do, uh, I, I, you know, the thing about it for me is not to get off on this Lincoln deal, but I'm on to. The thing about it for me is we're looking through OU glasses, which is fine. But let me just tell you, for me, it, it, it feels a lot like these wounds, like, keep getting reopened because of the dumb stuff he says and i don't know i guess i should just go you know it's dumb stuff so don't listen to it but when he says stuff like he did yesterday about oh, i didn't i didn't take any players from oklahoma they just right you know they just magically appeared in the portal and they i had no influence and 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 the, and, and i t- you know and i just you know they could have went anywhere i mean Anybody that knows the sport knows he had an influence on where they went and, and probably talked to them several times. That, that's the kind of stuff I, these coaches sometimes just think, you know, we're stupid, that, that we just, you know, since we're not in the program, that we don't really see what's happening. And that's the kind of thing, you know, that bothers me about it. It's almost as if they're, they're fighting a battle of semantics that they know their fan their fan base would be like, yeah, he's right. Look, they're in the portal. What's he's right? And, and you know, at, at the core, at the core, he's not incorrect. But it's just, right. it seems, it almost seems as if it's something where he sat down and said, "I'm gonna say something that's really gonna make OU fans mad." Because you know, they, oh, I mean, they're in the portal. They weren't at OU at the time. That's just like, you know, what cracked me up yesterday, yeah. and I'm a good authority to speak on this ah. after my tweets yesterday. Sports fans sometimes just don't get what you're the message you're trying to send across at all. And for any USC fan out there that wants to say, hey, get on, get over it, move on. Okay, you are just as invested as a USC fan as an Oklahoma right, fan right. because I can tell you and report directly to everybody right here on these airwaves, I probably had more responses from USC fans than I did from Oklahoma fans. <laughs> Right, right. It's just, yeah. But I was going to tell you guys on a different subject. I did, I did get that flow sports, by the way, Chris. Or yes, flow, flow softball. Flow softball. Yeah, you know, it's not a bad investment. Yeah. It, it really isn't. And and I think they allow you to cancel after like uh, yeah. sixty days. So maybe you pay yeah, like you can twenty bucks. Out of it anytime. Yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, and I was, I was gonna t- and I was going to tell your listeners real quick. I was going to tell Go your ahead. listeners that if you get on there, this is kind of, uh, you know. Because all my OU fan, you know, all my my OU brothers are out there listening, and sisters. If you get on there, they do have a lot of the games. Uh, you know, it's a cool deal. I would rather support SoonerSports.com, but but this deal right here, you know, it covers all the games this weekend, and I'm sure it has a lot uh, going up until the uh, ESPN starts sure. coming up and picking up games. But what I was going to tell them was, if you get on there and look around on their site a little bit. And then you back out of their site and go to something else. You'll get a coupon for twenty percent off. Oh, really? <laughs> so, <laughs> wow, yeah, so, the workaround. How about that? Yeah, yeah. So just get on there and look around, and then back out of it, and then you'll save you about 
about six bucks, seven bucks a month. I like so. the way you're thinking. I like the way you're hey, thinking. Hey, man, take it easy. Thanks, Drew Sooner. A man of the people. I like that. So you had you. <laughs> you know what? I got to be honest with you. I saw Locked On Sooners tweet at you, and it said the Helmer brothers, and it showed. Which, by the way, I don't think they understand how wrestling analogies probably are going to be missed, but on the Helmers. But that was. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was the Dudley Boys. <laughs> it was, yes. Okay, all right. Um, but Which what happened? fantastic. So, so take me through the – how did I miss this last night? I fell behind a little bit on Twitter because I did when I was packing. I left my phone out in my uh, detached garage, um, and I, I went inside and tried to give my wife some attention. You know, kind of like, hey, how's it going? Said, Good. I'll read just verbatim what I tweeted yesterday. I watched an old Family Guy episode, whatever. Peter bought a food truck. That's what I did after (laughs) Purdue in Illinois. It's a fantastic episode. Uh, The name of his food truck was Eat My Junk, which is now I want to start a food truck, and that's what I want to name it, Eat My Junk. Eat My Junk. Anyway, go ahead. Now, what started this yesterday? So on three put out the graphic with a picture of Lincoln Riley, and it says, quote, "We we didn't take players from Oklahoma. We took players from the transfer portal. In quote, Lincoln Riley. To which I quote tweeted and said, Britt Venables tells Jaron Canick not to come to Oklahoma. There's no spot. Lincoln Riley performs mental gymnastics, explaining how he didn't raid OU's recruiting, recruiting class and roster, which everybody knows he did. Fair point. Fair point by one Josh Helmer. And then I tweeted one more thing. I'm not even ironclad that Riley's inherently wrong for taking players he recruited from Oklahoma. It's big-time college football. It's his responsibility to win at USC. But don't lie to everyone and act like you didn't pocho you. So, anyways, those those two tweets got a lot of engagement, as you might imagine. (laughs) (laughs) They, They went a little crazy yesterday. All sorts of USC and Oklahoma fans chiming in and fighting back and forth. And uh, Locked On Suitors <laughs> sent that gif about the Helmer brothers going going after Lincoln Riley like the, what, the Dudley, Dudley boys? Dudley boys, yeah. And, and I'm with you. It's not that it's inherently wrong. And trust me, every single Sooner fan, right, whenever Brent Venables took the Oklahoma job, looked at that Clemson roster and thought, huh. Oh, yeah. Look at these guys that are committed. I mean, we might be getting six or seven of these guys. So we're all guilty of it. And right? OU got one. one. Yeah, one. Because he refused to go anywhere else. This was uh, pretty funny on the text line. How about the Helmer brothers going road warriors <laughs> on old mule shoe? I will say, I give Joe Bettner some credit. I don't know. What does Joe do now? Does he just do the sub stack? I don't even know what that is. He's got the Eyes on Oklahoma podcast. Do I have to pay for that? I'm very big on not paying for things, Josh. Yeah, I do think think he's got a subscription side to it. Does he have a special for media members? I'm very very much in a – I had to buy my wife a car because she ran hers into the ground. So we're very much in cut mode. So I'm thinking about cutting out groceries uh, because i got to keep my DirecTV subscription. Thinking about cutting out maybe the internet um, in our house, but no. I, I like what Joe Bettner. Uh, he found two quotes that were almost exactly a year apart. All right, so what you heard on the herd yesterday, I don't think I need to reset it or re-air it for anyone, but you know, ah, we didn't take players from Oklahoma. We took them from the portal, which again, not wrong. And some of you wanted Brent Venables to be more aggressive in doing that than he was. Right? Like, yes, that is a fair point. Absolutely. But then, you know, it's almost as if you go back and, like, there's a t- – what, what's the joke? There's a tweet for everything. Um, 
uh, Joe Bettner found this article where it said uh, Lincoln Riley definitely has concerns about tampering with players by other schools. Quote, is it happening? Is it a concern? Of course. It's no different than people that cheat in recruiting. We all know what's going on. You wish more people would get caught. You wish it didn't happen. But to duck our head in the sand and pretend like it's not, it is. <laughs> right. I mean, this is <laughs> Oklahoma's ex-head football coach is telling you, oh, yeah, there's a lot of tampering going on. And magically, a bunch of commits and players from Oklahoma wind up going to USC after he leaves. And he's he's supposed to sell everybody that there was <laughs> not one iota of any sort of Action that could be construed as tampering. I mean, come on, get yeah. out of here. Yeah, a little bit. And I'm not even I genuinely. I'm not upset about it. Don't care. I get I, it. It makes sense to me. I just don't want him to grandstand and act like none of that happened. Listen, if I sat here and I complained, let me give you two analogies real quick because we got a break. If I sat here and I complained about the NBA's constant spot in these debate shows rotation right where you know now, now there's a debate about who who are we more confident in the bucks or the heat i'm like that's just dumb what a dumb conversation to have right now anyway here on the playing show josh let's talk about the lakers a little bit right it's just <laughs> now let's break down <laughs> that lakers bucks right the, the, the analogy that i really love that people were making yesterday was the oh i didn't order mcdonald's i got doordash you know it's like <laughs> which was a Insatiable tweet. Fantastic tweet, whoever came up with that. Yeah, I just, I mean, it, it, we're not dumb. This isn't where it happens and then you read about it in the paper a day later. It's all instant. We all have reactions now. And again, it just, to me, gets back to the fact that you got your start at Oklahoma. He could be more graceful in his exit here, but he's chosen not to be. And yeah. that's just how it's going to be. All right, Spotter Shep, Andrew Shepard, has hit us up. With the 11 Sooners who have been invited to the Pro... Uh, I keep saying Pro Bowl. The Combine. It's 11. Who's going to the Combine Bowl? The Combine Bowl. We'll tell you about it next. Which, again, I hate teasing because, I, like I was saying, I was listening the other day and someone teased something. I'm just like, I'm going to get on my phone and look at it. I'm not waiting for you to tell me. But let's just say all the guys that were at the Senior Bowl are there and a couple of guys who weren't obviously are getting an opportunity, including... Kennedy Brooks, and DeLaren Turner-Yell. We'll get into it next. Uh, Oklahoma has the most combine invites um, outside of Georgia. Georgia has 14. OU's tied with Alabama for 11. We'll talk about it next in the Plank Show. Dude, it's like a party in there. I'm very jealous. I still need to hear your story. Not really your story. Oh, but oh, you- the, let's do it next. Let's do it at the top of the hour. I'll come in there real quick. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life, but I can't. I can't explain the JD versus Richard bet without risking our FCC license. Yeah, no, we don't want to do that. How was your Tuesday night? You asked me, but I feel I was rude and I did not. Oh ask no! You. It, listen, I, I did the Big Twelve show. We talked to Joe Lenardi. Joe Lenardi was stir crazy. It was great. Um, I have what he had to say about Oklahoma coming up a little bit later on in the show. Um, yeah, Lenardi was out of his mind. It was great. He was like, um, he's like, listen, I've been up all night. I'm losing my mind. I'm going to be terrible on the air, but let's go. Lenardi live from the bunker. And he was actually, he was from an airport parking garage because he was getting to fly, uh, into Bristol. But I, uh, I'm not kidding. I packed. I'm very, I'm wanting to do a really good job this year, Josh. 
like every year. I've got to step my game up. We got UCLA and Oklahoma or Oklahoma UCLA on Saturday night. Got to be ready. Then you got to look at the forecast. You're like, dude, do I need a sweatshirt or not? Those Cali nights can get a little bit cool. I watched Illinois-Purdue, and I felt pretty good about Illinois in the first half, and then the second half happened. Uh, and then I uh, found myself watching Sports Center. Oh, and the uh, the Family Guy, FXX had a, a Family Guy marathon. I guess they do it on Tuesday nights, and they did have the episode where Peter Griffin moves into a food truck because Lois tries to make him eat healthy. Yeah, that's that's gonna be so. I had a appointment television. Yeah, yeah. I had a sports pop culture kind of a night. Brian Osamoa, Nick Benito, Gabe Burkage, Kennedy Brooks, Jeremiah Hall. Marquise Hayes, Tyrese Robinson, Isaiah Thomas, DeLaren Turner Yell, Perion Winfrey, and Mike Woods are the 11 Sooners headed to the Combine. We'll talk more about it in Hour 3 with the top five stories of the day next.